Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to part two of Indicting the Cheeto. Once again, I would like to remind you that my opinions, Brian Courtney, do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Short Bus Debate Club, Darren Jolly, our affiliates, or sponsors. Darren Jolly's across the table from me. <laughs> you know what, dude? Your thoughts and opinions never reflect me. No, I was clear on that. That's that, why that, I, that, I made that that's statement. Like, that's like the the... The pinnacle of redundancy right there. Hey, I like to be redundant. So you were just dundant. So be dundant again. Didn't done. Or was that three redundants? Uh, I'm going to be dundant now. All right. Fuck this dundant shit. Um, All right. So indicting the Cheeto. I think when we finished the last episode, we were talking about, I don't know, rewriting the Constitution and coming up with some sort of solution to actually make people's voice count more within this bullshit system that we have right now. And so what... If I'm not wrong, the number is 5%, right? So if a third party, and I don't want to talk about it too much, but if a third party grabs 5%. I think in three consecutive, I think three consecutive presidential elections. Then they they start getting the matching funds. Federal federal funding, yeah. It's it's an X amount that's equal to part of that $3, you know, that goes to the president thing. Yeah, if I remember, I mean... That's why, like, honestly, and like you said, we're not going to go into it a bunch, but, like, them putting Pat Buchanan in in 2000 was not an accident for the Reform Party. That was a, they knew that if if they levied another real contender that would get them over 5%, because obviously Ross Perot fucking crushed it both times, even though he pulled himself out in 96 and tried to. Which I think that was a scam, too. Putting Pat Buchanan in there? No, the Ross Perot thing, where he'd run and then not run. Yeah, it's hard. It's odd. I mean, it it changed history. I mean, Clinton definitely would not have fucking won the presidency were it not for Ross Perot. That is one instance where the third party argument is is clearly in play. But again, we'll talk about that more the next time. So that that's one thing that we could be concerned about. But since my argument against, like when I see this sort of like nebulous nexus of power, right? Where you have these different actors that that function through the nation state, but act at a tier above it. Like the first and the most obvious step is that you have to start making connections with people that understand the way that the system reproduces itself beyond the nation state. Like we have to be connecting the people that are in Australia. We have to be pe- connecting the people that are in Africa. Yeah, I in know. Central Asia, in in Europe. 
I've I've heard you tell me that before. I know, but you asked the question before, so that's where I will always I will so always start. I've I've got to just back up a little bit because I I don't want to start talking about you know reframing the constitution and and disbanding the electoral college and all of this stuff when right now I mean at, at this moment we're talking about or we were at least in the last the first half about, about the indictments indictment. and how they are going to impact the people and maybe this is a better question and I I know it's it's a difficult answer but how do we af avoid electing a president who could be indicted to begin with I, and i'm not saying that i want some holier than thou teetotaling fucking bible thumping dipshit as president i think they stopped using teetotaling in the 19th century just for the record like that teetotaling is a good word it's a good word but nobody fucking uses it in the 21st century that's because people are fucking stupid and use like three syllable words but whatever teetotaling okay four okay <laughs> should i have used one one syllable words then no, you got then you gotta be like <laughs> then you gotta be like the guy from Mallrats. And you got something you want to say to me? Yeah, but I can't express myself monosyllabically enough for you to understand. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from a movie. What a fucking bitch slap, dude. Um, all right, so we don't want a holier than thou teetotaler. I, I want somebody that can instill like some sort of like Again, I don't want to go down. We'll, we'll talk about this more, but there's a reason why, like, Cornel West is a fucking super cool guy, in my estimation, because he does represent something that would interest me. Now, the thing that concerns me about him is that he's a, he's a political philosopher, a social philosopher. I don't know that he has, like, if it, say something stupid fucking happened, right? Just, like, totally fucking stupid, and then all these people were like, we're going to fucking vote for Cornell West, right? How the fuck is Cornell West going to put together a cabinet? You know, who do you fucking put in a, who's, you know, who's going to do anything that he's going to fucking say that's in, in the regular structures of power, you know? Well, you could just do like Trump did and fucking install his fucking corporate buddies. I mean, the dude from fucking Weatherbug ended up over the fucking National Weather Service. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just and the little shit the like that, right? Guy, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna crush environmental um, protection. Because I think what you were gonna say is you want somebody that reflects the values of the country, right? I don't know. No, because I don't believe in the country. This, this is where okay, like, the people here within somebody that has vision that understands the way that power reproduces itself right now. Right, like so, uh, I don't have a Slavoj Žižek or a Giannis Varoufakis here. Like, and like if I got like William I Robinson into that spot, that dude would catch a bullet before he took a breath. Right? I mean, like Cornell West is at least sharp enough rhetorically that you can't just like out and out kill him. You have to have somebody else come in from the side to kill him. Well, so. and I don't, I don't purposely mean this to be an insult, but I know you're gonna take it that way. 
sense, but I got to say That's a it nice anyway. qualifier. I appreciate that lead-in. <laughs> so so what, what are you going to say in the well, aftermath of, uh, I don't mean this to be an insult, but you're going to take it as an insult? You told me that you were, or maybe you said the people. I know you were excited about Bernie Sanders. I think you were kind of excited about Obama. When he, yeah, I was dumb. Um, I voted for Hillary for fuck's sake in, in 2016. In my, I should catch a bullet. In my know? personal opinion, both those people turned out to be duds. And and Hillary. Oh, Bernie, for Bernie sure. might be one of the most disappointing human beings on the face of the fucking planet. Um, so I can appreciate somebody that does well on the stump or you know a, a media program or podcast or whatever you know if if they're just talking about politics it's easy to gain well i i don't want to say that it's easy but it's possible to gain people's uh, they're just the popularity of the, of the people from just being out there enough. Um, so that's what concerns me about Cornell West, and and I don't want to say that he's a bad candidate, but I don't know if he is because he might be a third party answer. But I don't know if he's the answer to the question that I asked just right before it, which was, how do we find somebody that isn't going to be indictable? Because in my opinion, they're all doing shady shit that shouldn't be done. Yes. And they can say that they're doing it because of this reason or that. And it was because of the security of the state. It was national security. And it security. had to be done. It was all national security. Right. Everything's national security. Even though national doesn't exist in any meaningful sense except for, for the Cheeto who plays on jingoism. <laughs> so then if, if a president, regardless of party affiliation, is installed and they're saying well i don't want to use the word installed because that makes it sound like there's some sort of puppet master like the gop or the dnc actually placing someone there maybe installed is an okay word (laughs) (laughs) they were never gonna let bernie run you know i mean he's gonna have to be Biden's bitch. That's the only way that he's going to be able to be. I mean, so maybe I'm being a dick to him in in a way that it's unfair because he he's done everything maybe that it's possible that he could do given the position that he's in. So, well, I, but he never would have been. He would have never been the presidential candidate. They would have they'd have, they'd have, they'd have gone for Trump or they would have shot him before they fucking let him be the presidential candidate. Lots of people I know, and and lots of. People I know that I would now consider woke, now that I've learned that fucking term, wanted Bernie. Now, that doesn't mean that I wanted Bernie, but I just wanted to double check it. So, you know, I wrote him. He fell in line a little bit too much with the wokies. So, Uh, oh, yeah. I wrote him. You asked the practical question. And all I got was a fucking form letter back, which maybe, you know, as a presidential candidate, you're too fucking busy. But I think, like Mr. Pink said, 
and Reservoir Dogs for a waitress. Pink is. They may not know who Mr. Pink is. Okay. Sorry. I, I knew you knew. Um, that you're not going to tip a motherfucker? No, the, the words too busy should never be in her fucking vocabulary. And I think that as a presidential candidate, the words too busy to respond to a, for, uh, to a letter shouldn't be in their vocabulary either. So you're saying they're both cheap and they need to learn how to tip? <laughs> no, because in that instance, I would have been Mr. Pink. But you would have not, you would have tipped. <laughs> he was a cockbag, dude. He, he, Who, he, Bernie or Mr. Pink? Mr. Pink. He was a cockbag. I know, but... This is me playing the world's smallest violin. He's such a dick. I, I, dude, I love Steve Buscemi. I mean, he's wonderful. Can I be, can I be Mr. Blonde? Mr. Blonde's cool. I don't want to be Mr. Pink. You're not Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde, some guy on another. Oh, that, that was a different... He was a different color because it was a color that did... Mr. Purple, I think, is what he asked to be or something. I didn't mean to take us down a fucking Reservoir Dogs thing. Dude, we got all the time in the world, so who fucking cares? Right? I was just making the thing that, like, you you're, know... You have a problem with Bernie because he sent you a form letter back. That's what you're saying. With no answers on it. It was just, you know, how are you going to do this? And then he sends back a thing that says, oh, well, I plan on lowering student loan debt. Well, I know you fucking planned on that. I ask you how you're going to do it. So I've got an issue... Again, never or too busy should never be in his vocabulary. He should at least have somebody answering the fucking questions. Um, I wish that you went and were a fucking presidential candidate and you had to deal with the kind of situation that he was in there. I'm sorry you got a was it in, it was for the 2016 one, right? When you yeah. okay, that was a better time to catch him anyway. So, like 2016 was more pure. I wish that he would have given you a better answer back then. Well, it, was, it would have been multiple answers because it wasn't just about the student loan debt. It you was were all, asking for a bunch of practical yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I know he's got a staff, but the staff just, they, they send out the form letters so that they can say, okay, well, we've responded. But I want to know at least to some degree, how you're going to do it. And I think if we can get them to answer questions, then maybe we find somebody that follows that line a little bit better, where we don't even have to think about impeaching them or indicting them. So because somebody whatever. wrote you a letter that, that was more comprehensive than they would have satisfied your... Yeah, maybe. I mean, to some degree. That's a, but that's a super, you understand why I'm giving you shit because it's a superficial. Like when you're running for president, he has to pick and choose what he can spend money on focusing on. And he, he was focusing in 2016. My fucking daughter went out and fucking did grassroots shit for him. I could not fucking believe it. She wouldn't talk to me about politics for her whole child life. And then all of a sudden she was a fucking burner. And then she fucking went out and did the shit for Hillary. And 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 he came and spoke. I remember I, I mentioned this before, but he spoke at Thunder Ridge. And uh, the whole time that he was talking, I was just burning a fucking hole in his head because I was so pissed that he dropped out and fucking was was going for Hillary at that point in time because I really wanted him to to fight legally 
for what it was that they had disenfranchised his position on. Um, but having said that, that doesn't change the fact that my judgment of him is not really any different than your judgment on him at that point in time. He has a, a very limited amount of resources and he has to pick and choose what it is that he's capable of uh, sending responses to. But I, I told you about Tom Tancredo, right? I had just finished writing a, a letter or a paper on East Timor and I had to write a letter to a congressman for a class and I sent a letter to Tom Tancredo about how that I brought up, you know, the, the day after Ford fucking got off the plane in Indonesia, Indonesia fucking bombed East Timor and over the course of 20 years killed 25% of the population. Why are we still doing this? You know, we should get our fucking nose out of it. I don't give how much, I don't give a shit how much oil in the Timor gap there is. And because I didn't understand that Tom Tancredo was basically like Pat Buchanan light. Like he's like, I totally agree with you. The United States should not be doing this adventuristic shit around the globe. But it was like not a form letter. Like it was a letter that spoke like very specifically to what what I had said and what his policy position actually was. And Tom Tancredo's a cock. I don't give a fuck. No, there's I I hated him, but but I did send me a response. Do appreciate the yeah. fact that he fucking responded mm -hmm. and responded more than thank you for your letter. Yeah. It was shitty. Um, it would be nice if he had more resources and he could spend more time on it. Well, dude, but I think that qualifiers like that can be destructive. So here's here's the issue that I have. Because you say he's only got so much money, or not not just Bernie, but let's say any presidential Resource, candidate. Resources was the word I used. I thought I said resources. You said he only has so much money. Oh, sorry. So many people... And so much money. Um, he could have, he any, could have gone shorthand. He would have been any presidential candidate. So who should they respond to then with limited I resources? Don't, I don't give a... No. I, when I make an argument about the transnational capitalist class dominating our world environment and, and how electoral politics will never be able to effectively change that system, like we can do certain things like symbolically and consciously to demonstrate certain things. I don't give a fuck what kind of letter somebody sends, sends back to me. We need to have more dynamic strategic positions. No, but we need to start getting concrete answers about fucking the nation state or transnational fucking economics or any fucking topic. <laughs> we need to have more than thank you for your fucking letter. And so who's going, who would they respond to? I bet you they'd fucking respond to Zuckerberg. I bet you they'd respond to fucking Elon Musk. They'd probably go to their house and say, thank you for your letter. <laughs> because that would enhance the resource capability of their activity. That's my point, is that we're just voters. We're not contributing thousands and thousands of dollars. So they don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It, you're, 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 you're creating a superficial outcome. Like you're, you're judging him because he didn't give you something more than a form letter. I don't care that if it's a corporation or not. If I'm a person and I want to give Bernie money, I can give him X number of dollars from myself. I can give him X number of dollars from spouse. I can create a fucking pack and give him X number of dollars that way. 
So it doesn't matter if it's corporate or not. It does, dude. So you think that he only responded, so he responded to every voter then? Because I was just talking, I moved it to a generic presidential candidate. I, I wasn't about talking about Bernie anymore. I talked about resources. Right, but money purchases more people and more paper and more media advertising and, and all of that He stuff. didn't take corporate money because he didn't want to be beholden to corporations. So he limited his, his resource capabilities. He, he put his feet to the ground and, went, I had, to, and I had, went to try to talk to people in person to the best of his ability. I had moved away from Bernie. I wasn't talking about Bernie anymore. I was talking about any presidential candidate. How do we get them to listen to us without donating thousands of dollars? I, 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 I don't think that you had gone that far, far away from Bernie in that moment, but... It, it can be any of them because it wasn't when uh, the fucking Affordable Health Care Act passed. Okay, so in response to the question before, I think that focusing on presidential elections as a way of effectively trying to create change is not dynamic enough. But this is about the indictment of presidents. So how do we... That doesn't mean that this just has to be, just have, has to be about who we vote for and when we vote. And I understand that, but I thought we were still talking about how we create something where we're not fucking voting a president who we want to indict or impeach. But maybe I, I didn't we know. I didn't know that. The, I didn't know no, the no, conversation no, no. had gotten brought. You know, we, we were talking about. At first, I thought we were talking about solutions. <laughs> we were. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead, dude. No, I, I said what I have to say. I mean, you were, you were criticizing my responses because you were saying that I was off topic. I mean, I think that, like, resources in relation to voting for presidents is not going to be the way that we're going to change the world. I think that a lot of this indictment stuff, like you were suggesting during the last hour, is a dog and pony show. Like, it's a way for us to focus on one thing while all these other things are happening in the periphery. So, I mean, if that's the case... Well, what do presidential elections mean in the first place? They, well, I guess they could mean a whole lot or not very much at all. Like you said, Jimmy Carter, probably not a very important president. JFK, more important. Nixon, yeah, important. And a crook. He was pretty important, yeah. Um, Especially since, like, he almost got in in 60 and then kept coming back around. But... I I was the only topic I was trying to stick to is the indictment of the president thing and and I know we're going to go off on tangents that happens all the time um but I I just don't so the question that you're asking is how do we the you, you said without the resources no well I I did say without the resources but what I was trying to get at is how do we get them to fucking respond or care about what we think. Actually, first I said, how do we vote for somebody who isn't, isn't going to be indictable? Yeah, that's a tough road to hoe, bro. Um, Unless you're going straight third party. But you can't communicate with them because they don't seem to give a fuck about what you think. So that's kind of why we went off on that other tangent. The reason I kind of mentioned the questions was because I was thinking about the newsroom 
Um, which which part? I just finished watching season three today. Well, the debate part, because I agree with that too. Like all of the debates that they fucking show are so stupid, and and they illustrate it. They say, you know, the year with well, Michelle Bachman, it was really bad. Who who do you like? Uh, Elvis Presley or Johnny John Cash? Lennon? Oh, Johnny, is that what they said? I'm pretty John, sure. I thought it was John Lennon. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. But that is not a question that no, you a head ask, of state. You want to ask them policy questions. Right. You want to ask them foreign policy questions. You want to ask them welfare, social security, you know, blah, 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 the NAFTA, whatever. Yeah, any of it. Fucking student loan, social security, the environment. Anything that is going to impact people at least from coast to coast, if not globally. Um, and, and we don't have that ability because regardless of where the resources come from, if we're not the ones providing said resources, they just don't give a fuck, dude. After the American Healthcare Act passed, I sent a letter to Obama and both senators here in Colorado, all of the House members, I ended up getting one form letter back, and I can't even remember who the fuck sent it. And all I was telling them is that this is bullshit. If you want to fucking pay for everyone's health care, then pay for it. I remember sitting in class, and I was like, this reads like this is good for the insurance companies. Everybody's like, He's like, what are you talking about? It doesn't seem like it's helping regular people very much. You're going to force everybody to carry insurance or you're going to fucking penalize them financially for it? That's, that's not, not going to help regular people. No. It absolutely is not, did not, will not. So it's, it's shit like that because at that point, those people... Well, at least the two senators, the one president, and one of the guys in the House. Who was the? Who was they the, were all my fucking employees for the most part. Your employees, yeah. Keep telling yourself that, motherfucker. So, who was the senator? Was Ben Nighthorse Campbell still in at that no. point? No, he's gone. No, because it was. Well, it was. Two thousand. 11 is when I wrote those letters. Um, we've so had, We've had a lot of coming and going. But I, I was, I mean, again, I was a constituent. Yeah, you were their boss. Yeah, I remember you said that. <laughs> so, if I can't even get them to fucking respond when I live in the fucking region territory, whatever you want to call it, that they yeah, preside over, then... Represent, at the very least. So. We've got a fucking serious problem, yeah, we, dude. Yeah, we, 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 we know that. I mean, like, but I, I, and I don't mean to pick on you so much. I just, like, again, like, I was so surprised at Tancredo's response, but I didn't understand him well enough at the time to understand... And it's still, I think, odd that fucking he decided to respond to some dumb fucking college student, right? But 
like your original critique of Bernie, I think is is valuable. I think that the only thing that you can do in terms of elections right now is disruption, right? And I don't mean disruption in like the way that Trump carried his shit out, although it's interesting because it points to the very tenuous nature of the entire system that we have. It's a lot more fragile than anybody wants to realize. And when he sat there, like in, like seriously, don't don't read the first uh, the first one. Don't read the second one, but read the third one. The third one is very interesting because, so like he'll be in these discussions with uh, either he or uh, uh, with the fucking mayor, fucking his buddy, the mayor, fucking Giuliani. Yeah, Giuliani. So Giuliani, and Giuliani had he'd been a litigator. He'd been a uh, he'd worked as a. A, a prosecutor for the state for a number of years before he became the mayor. Um, yeah, he, he was the one that fucked up Times Square. Yeah, when when he was mayor. He, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, when he did was, all he, of he the militarized, he, mil- yeah. he basically militarized Manhattan and the and the, and the other boroughs, but definitely Manhattan first. Um, but uh, one of the things that Giuliani said in response to they 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 said uh, so he was arguing with uh, one of the state. Uh, senators about um, somebody who held a high enough position that they could they were affecting the electors that were going to come from that state and they said just create a position to where we have that alternate set and send them both and 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 the individual who was in I, I can't remember what state it was you know say it was Georgia for some 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 reason they said I don't think that that's the way things work and Giuliani said in response to him this has never happened before. So we, the fact that we don't have precedent allows us to create an opening, right? And this is, for better or worse, a fact. I mean, you, you create a circumstance where you don't have, sorry, dude. you're all right, where you don't have concrete legal grounds because like, like, like you, you, you had said a couple of times earlier, this, at least you said things that made me think of that. Uh, because when you have a president that is in, indictable, but not until it's one of those things that's so weird, the, the circumstances are so unusual, you don't have a history in relation to it, you don't have precedent, you don't have existing le- written laws, you have existing written laws for certain activities, but like, when you talk about the way that January 6th played out, you don't have concrete, a, a concrete interpretation of a written law, where a president is reaching out to a vice president and saying, uh, we're contesting uh, how the election went in these seven states, so you need to put on hold the uh, verification that these electors are good until we've, you know, I mean, whether we like it or not, the legal grounds with which Trump was functioning on because he went into that space where there's nothing concrete and it is effectively ambiguous our legal system is totally vulnerable to moments like that. No matter how much bullshit was coming out of his mouth. And there was tons of bullshit. I mean, they kept saying what they were saying and people kept saying, we don't have any evidence for that. We don't have any evidence that there were dead electors. We don't, we're dead, dead people that were voting. We don't have any uh, evidence that there were people that were coming into Mexico from Mexico that were voting or El Salvador or whatever. But there is no concrete position for what it is that we're asking you to review in this moment. So, we want you to put it on hold. Like ambiguity is the name of the game in, in this world because it keeps us all 
on the edge of our seat socially. You know, we think we know what the answers are, but honestly, like I was listening to uh, um, Glenn Greenwald earlier and like one of the things that like, because he's a good legal mind and I know people think that he's a righty because he doesn't trust anybody and talks shit about every fucking party under the earth or under the, under the sky. Um, but I don't think that's a fair assessment. Um, he, he sees these, these uh, fissures, you know, where you can create these spaces and manipulate something and some really nasty things can come out of it because of the weakness of certain aspects of our legal system in relation to moments like this. Well, and depending on the judge or the jury, you know, depending on where you are, how it's working, I mean, and, and the attorney arguing the case, they can expose those fissures and make them bigger, or they can kind of, you know, throw some fucking gravel in them and seal them up. It's like mirages and shit. And again, I, I don't want more laws to be created, but if, okay, I, I don't, I don't care about Trump falsifying records. Mm -hmm. I don't give two shits about that. Honestly, I don't care about Clinton telling people he didn't fuck Monica Lewinsky because that's what dudes say when they're cheating on their wife. Even if their wife at the time is just a fucking marriage of convenience. A different kind of carpet bagger? Right. <laughs> um, Muncher? I, I don't care about that stuff. I what I Janet Reno though she was nasty dude. I I was <laughs> I always just kind of joked around about that, but um, I do care about the stuff like the January sixth stuff because at that point you were fucking with really. And that's where the treason thing comes in, and and this goes to the the chivalry or or the jingoism or whatever you want to call it. You're messing with the halls of history. You're you're messing with the tipping point our country and what it was built on. It's a fucking keystone there. And when you pull some shit like that, that pisses me off. So, fuck the falsifying the records. I mean, they let, again, every fucking corporation in America fuck with their taxes and write this off and that. And they're going to fuck with him about writing some checks and putting them in the ledger inappropriately. The yeah, yeah, the wrong ledger. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about that. But see, that's why... I think it's just bullshit. Like, they're trying to trump up the charges so that they look good because the Department of Justice is a bunch of self-important cocksuckers. And they're trying... Honestly, dude, I, I really want to know what they're doing or what someone is doing that they're splashing this shit on the front page of everything 
so that we don't see what it is they're actually doing. I, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's even really happening, but I have a suspicion. Well, the, the, the keystone point was the best, the best point out of all the things that you said there, I think. Well, thank you. Fuck off, motherfucker. <laughs> because, not because it's a Masonic reference, but because of the fact that, like, when I think about what you need to do to try to solve this problem, like, this is a tipping point. The, the system is not effectively capable of reproducing itself based on the structure of the political economy writ large. Like when I said the thing about everybody in the world paying attention to Obama being elected, that was because everybody in the world thought of Obama as their president. That's an important, that is an, like a, a point that when we drive by it too quickly, we fail to understand that whether we like it or not, we live in a global system now. I know. I wonder how the people in Pakistan and Afghanistan felt about their president after. Well, I, I was talking to years. Sarah about this fellow that he knows, and all he keeps doing is like his family keeps calling him and asking him for money all the time. So anybody that everybody that lives in America, the it's like that uh, stupid movie uh, American Tale. There are no cats in America, and the streets oh, are the, paved with cheese. The mouse right? cartoon. Yeah, but it's like money. Like, like we just, we just like we we put a seed in the ground, and money just grows. So, like every every other day, this this fella, um, like his family contacts him, and we need five hundred dollars for this. We need twelve hundred dollars for that. We need. They just think that he has. He just shits fucking. You know, like. 10 rolls and shit like that and i need to get some of those fucking seeds dude where yeah. do you get them they don't in america yeah they, well, you have to talk to the cats you know? <laughs> or the mice where they say they'd say that you know but then they just grow but uh he's i mean that's not pakistan that's just north of pakistan but at the same time i think a lot of those folks that are like in syria that are just getting bombed still to the fucking fucking degree well yeah i was talking shit about the obama president thing because he bombed the shit out of pakistan and afghanistan with drones and well the pakistan thing never happened because they're an ally and we can't bomb pakistan i, I think that we just affected a coup in pakistan last week too if i'm not incorrect nice <laughs> i love it when a plan comes together did you ever see charlie wilson's war no, still, I have not. You gotta watch that movie. There's this moment where, like, uh, uh, Julia Roberts' character is like for this fascist that's running it, and and it was Zia, who was the president at the time, and I can't remember the Buto, I think was the name of the guy that he moved out of power and killed, and she's talking to this group of people about the 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 fate of Afghani people and Pakistani people, and she she starts out by going. And Zia did not kill Buto. She just like leads in like that because she's like this religious sort of like quasi-fascist herself. But uh, yeah, we 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 put a new person in power in Pakistan last week, if I remember correctly. And Zia did not kill Buto. We uh, we we like to install people in positions of power. It's a global thing, you know. I'm really surprised about the Pakistan thing. Though. I don't, I don't know what 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 was necessary about it happening. There's something about the geopolitics that I need to go read about for a little while. 
Well, usually, I mean, the main reason that we backed off of Pakistan for as long as we had, at least in the way that I understand it, is that they've got nukes. Yeah, and both so them and India have nukes. We just kind of said, you know what? Plus, they helped us out with other Middle Eastern countries, you know. They handled our ability to get rid of the Soviets. They, they helped us set up black sites within their country. They did lots of things that, that helped us out, but I don't know. That I'll, I'll try to read some more about it later. Um, Pakistan, the coup that was not a coup. That's cool. That's cool. Shit, cool. Um, all right. So we are at, we've still got a ways to go, but we're at about 40 minutes right now. That's cool. And I know that we went off on a couple of tangents at the beginning, and a lot of that was my fault because I kept babbling. But, um, you were just trying to come up with solutions. Well, I know. But... And you're a true believer sometimes, so I like that about you. You believe in some of the process a lot more than I do. I appreciate that. Well, I do. I I have lots of fucking romantic notions. I think love probably can still exist. Um, I believe in the power of the people. Love and the power of the people. And I think that money grows on trees, at least here in America. And there are no cats. So, if, well, I, I don't want to just keep talking in circles, but I, I really want to try to fucking figure out the answer to that. And I don't think there is an answer. Let me ask you one thing. What do you think is going to come of the indictments? I mean, because there's another one in the pipeline that's going to come from Georgia. It's going to be one that's related to voter disenfranchisement, for sure. Okay, well, that that's a state-level thing, so that one might go through. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to tie to, to the, the electors, though. It's going, to, it's going to play into the January 6th thing, but it's going to be Georgia-specific in relation to the January 6th, though. So which, uh, do you know the district that's, it's going to bring be, it, I, I is think it going to be the I southern think state? I think it's the state of Georgia. I don't think it's no, going through the circuit. Okay, so it's not the the southern district of New York or anything well, like I, that? I, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. Well, like a lot of that stuff, they haven't even come out with like, you know, they'll give them a, like a foreknowledge thing. They're saying we're going to reach out to you in the next. And then you know that the, uh, that the indictment's coming in a certain amount of time. There's just rumblings in Georgia that it's about to happen, but if the Georgia they thing happens, it'll be at a state level, right? So, you know, if, if they're not tying, if the Southern District or the Eastern District or whichever one of them did the original yeah. indictments, um, if, if it is... It was the Supreme Court of the state of New York that did the... Well, the New York level one. Yeah, that's the no because orig, I don't want to get into the, the the legal process thing, but the Supreme Court ruled on it. Yes, 
They didn't rule on it. They're the ones. That's what is right there. Those are the papers that have been served to them by somebody else, which is the indictment. Yeah, but they came from those indictments came from one of the districts in New York. So it could have been the Eastern District. It could have been the Southern District. Those are the two big ones, I think. Kind of like, remember, like uh, when I found the fucking Malcolm X bankruptcy fine, or not Malcolm X bankruptcy, but that one bankruptcy, it was in the Eastern District of Michigan. So that was their court. Um, the there could be a state level. The attorney idea. general has basically what amounts to district attorneys, except they're U.S. attorneys, and they work for specific offices in New I York. I understand what you're saying, right. but that can be a state level indictment. Everything doesn't come. I know that's what I'm saying though. Proper. But if it's state level, then it's state level, and it's not going to be tied to that unless that district says that Georgia shit is ours too. So what what I was going to say, though, is that if it's state level, because of the state that it is and the color that it happens to be when it comes to voting, I don't think anything will happen there either. I think I think with the January sixth one, he's gonna. I think something's gonna happen on a federal level with regards to that one. I don't believe. I don't believe that the. Uh, I I don't believe that the. Anything meaningful will come with the with the documents. Most of the January sixth guys, uh-huh. they were from Georgia, right? No, no, no. You mean the, the six that are mentioned as this yeah. one, that one, this one, that one? I, I mean... Because I, mean, I know they were Southern, or at least I thought they not, were. Not, not all of them. I mean, what's his name? Like Giuliani is, is number one. So, here, I can I, I got him right here. I can pull it up. Give me just a second. We'll start yammering about stuff. Well, no, I was just going to say that I don't think that anything will happen. And I guess there's a chance that the U.S. attorney out of the Georgia district, whatever that one looks like, could be trying to prosecute him for something separate on a federal level. Um, But if it is a state level thing, I don't think anything will come of it. If it does come out of Georgia and they are doing true January 6th shit, then hopefully the treason charge will be on there. But then if it is, I don't think anything will come of that. So that's all I was going to say is that it's just going to be more bullshit. It's a bunch of people either trying to jump on a bandwagon to show how important they are or to start their own fucking bandwagon to show how important they are. So number one is Rudy Giuliani. Obviously, that's New York. Number two is law professor John Eastman. Well, no, those are the co-conspirators, though, right? Yeah. I was talking about the people that actively participated in the January 6th shit. Oh. Or the, These are the people that actively participated in the January 6th stuff. I was talking about all no. The people that were like outside yeah yeah those guys are already all in jail right but i thought that the majority of them were from the south like they were southern republicans with fucking 
They're from all over the place. The big old Dixie flag, and they were from all over the place. Dude. Okay, there were some from California. There were some from Colorado. They were from all over the place. Jeffrey Clark, an unnamed political consultant, Kenneth Cheesebro, Cheesebro, and of course Sidney Powell. Sidney, I I said uh, the other one. I didn't mean the other one. I meant Sidney Powell. So. Well, I still have a sneaking suspicion that nothing's going to come of it. Yeah. But that's me. I'm a fucking cynic, a, dude. I need to find a website where I can bet on the outcomes of these. You know, see where they're laying odds and shit like that. I wonder how bad that would fuck up the judicial process if we started taking bets. Like, not just you and I making a fucking $100 bet, but like if there was a fucking live line running on the internet. I'm sure there is one, dude. I'm I, like they they do it with elections they do it with all I mean there's I never forget like uh what was that guy's name the one that was a DA in San Francisco he came up to talk for Beyond Chicanismo his parents were weather underground people Chesa Bodine we were I was driving to the airport and we started so this is when before online gambling was totally fucking destroyed and uh because I like to play a little bit of online poker in a different way. And uh, he showed me the site where, and it was going into 2008, um, like Hillary's odds, Obama's odds, and weird fucking different political outcomes. And I'm certain that any site that, and, and they do it like uh, futures, like you buy them like stock, you know, like futures bets. Like, uh, you bet on the futures of this, and the percentages go up and down. I bet you they do have it. I'll have to find it. Yeah, but I still wonder if that would really fuck things up. Because, I mean, depending on how pro how high profile the case is, you know, they will sequester the jurors and shit so that you know, they can't see the media or anything this is, else. This is, that's one of the things, because they're going to ask for a jury in the, in the January 6th thing. Of course, like they how, should. But how in the fuck do you, like, there's no, there's nobody biased here. You'd have to get people from outside the United States. People that have no, I mean, like, everybody would have to recuse themselves on some level. If they know? ask me if I had watched anything on the news, I could honestly say no. It's because, yeah, because you're a douchebag and you don't pay attention to current events at all. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That would be kind of a fun, that would be a fun case to be a, a juror for, you know? No, I would be absolutely fucking miserable. I think that I would just be thinking, God, I hope they kill this cocksucker. I really hope they because kill somebody's going to come on the side and threaten you with death if you don't do something a certain way. No, that isn't what I was thinking. I I don't care. Jury tampering would be a real thing in a moment like that. You know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you think he'd send his fucking people from the Mar-a-Lago house up to threaten me? I think it, they'd send Steve Bannon over. <laughs> Like I could imagine Steve Bannon is like a cartoon character, because he's he's kind of a dumb looking motherfucker. Like you could like big old goofy eyes and like like an evil sort of like turn into fucking uh, uh, the octopus guy from Spider Man. Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus. Yeah, he could he could be 
Like Trump, Dr. Octopus. Doc Ock. Um, yeah. And he'd come over and he'd threaten you. You're going to vote for Trump. You're going to you're gonna let him get out of trouble. If you don't, I'm going to stick these eight arms up your ass. See, and I don't know, like, if I was an attorney with my client, I would say, yes, you want a jury trial. But again, with everything being what it is, he might be better off doing a bench trial. That, I mean, that's so precarious because it really depends exactly on who it is that you get in that spot, you know. But see, my idea really is that that judge and possibly the jury have already been purchased. So if you go with the jury trial, then you can say, oh, well, it was in the jury's hands. But if you go with the bench trial, now the judge looks dirty. So you can appeal. Right. They're going to appeal anyway. No, 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 no. I, I meant like in every, the way it looks to everybody. Um, if, if the judge did let him off, then everybody would assume he's oh. dirty. And I assume he's dirty already. Or her. But or if, he gets, if he gets off, then he's off. Because there's no... They have to charge him something else at that point. So. Well, and that was something that was kind of interesting. Um with that article that I was reading. So the one for 2020. No, no, not, not the memorandum, the one from uh, Cornell law. Um, basically. So there is, if you impeach somebody, then you are allowed to indict them, but there's this weird paragraph that sort of again like leaves this ambiguity in there and the reason that that ambiguity is there and the reason that the fucking entire law is there is because if you impeach him for this crime and then he isn't impeached then they don't want double jeopardy to attach so that way, if the prosecutor later decides to actually indict him, double jeopardy is not attached, so they can't indict him. Um, which, again, is a, a fucked up thing, because an impeachment and an indictment are two different things. So double jeopardy should never attach. But because of the way our legal system works, they could go ahead and attach it, and then they'd never can be tried again but in the spirit of what it was that i said earlier we don't have any we have no case law i mean this is no all, there's no precedent all at all abstract. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm just talking out loud about the weird no, shit no, that's going on. I, I, I get i get the point you're making like we are in the nether regions right now which is the only reason why this is even like nominally interesting at all is because this is just so fucking weird and we've never seen anything even close to like it. But, okay, so if we go back to Clinton, uh -huh. Bill, not Hillary, not Hillary, and not Billary, because they were already divorced by that time. Um, divorced? 
They never got. Oh no, one. they didn't. Um, she's just still banging Janet Reno on the side. Um, Dude, like nasty as she is, she's got to be able to do better than Janet Reno. So Bill, back then, is getting in trouble. It's on the news at least every day. I, I'm guessing think, it was multiple times. Do you think that she likes to be the, the sub? Because, I, I because think she, they might switch. I, I Well, dude, she's been the dom. Like, in every other, like, social context, I, I think that she probably likes to... Well, I don't think you can be scissor sisters unless you... You gotta train lick and take a lick. Um, not, that doesn't. You can be. You can be the I know. sub. I know you were talking off. about. Yeah. <laughs> you get off on being the sub, and she's such a straight fucking cunt. Like, it would be. Uh, I'm just, you know, maybe I don't know enough about S and M for it to really matter. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. Well, I just I to talk can't to even remember what the. Fuck, I was. You were talking say. about Clinton. You were talking about before right. they were. So back at Bill, but that's all I remember saying. I have no idea why the fuck <laughs> I said it. Um, <laughs> Hillary is as the recipient of pain. Oh Jesus Christ! Really I really right wish I could remember why the fuck I brought. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it was on the media every day. Every for day. a long fucking time, like the media cycle was eternal, and he ends up negotiating with special counsel so that the charges just go away. I think that as much as this is on the news, because again, I don't watch the news, but I, I you know, either. I get Twitter shit about it and i'm not even on i mean i'm on twitter but yeah. i'm not on twitter yeah you fucking communist right <laughs> so i get twitter shit about it um my fucking email i get the ads that pop up on the top of my email on my app so i get news there about it if i'm getting donald trump news then what the fuck are all of the other people in the country getting my point is Everybody's getting Donald beat Trump. over the head with, yeah. uh-huh. with Trump shit. And, and so what's just... to stop him from doing the same thing Bill did? Because that was big news back then, too. Well, that's, I, I mean, like we had suggested, like it's very, I, I don't know how you, I think, I honestly think you'd have to reach outside of your system to get, to get a, a jury. I don't think that you can get a clean jury in this place because no matter what, everybody's got a fucking opinion. You'd literally have to go to like the fucking blue blood Appalachians and pull some people that don't even know how to fucking speak or read or yeah. Like, well, I'll tell you what. And 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 X. Those are formerly, the people formerly that like known as, go to church with snakes and shit. Formerly known as Twitter X. Brian. Oh yeah, it's not Twitter anymore. Brian is not a fucking communist. Like, why you keep feeding him fucking communist shit in his fucking suggestion spaces? Like, it's the fact that you do it in the same household that I live in just makes me laugh my arse off because I, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm a certain kind of communist. I'm definitely a Marxist of some, some variety, but you are the antithesis of me. Well, it's not just a little bit of communist shit. That's what I'm it's saying. a lot. It's dude. fucking hilarious. I do enjoy the USSR posters, though. <laughs> I like those a lot. When Sarah came back from uh, living in the Ukraine, she brought me back some really nice USSR posters.
like uh, like drinking, and this it was all just bullshit propaganda. Very nice yeah. stuff. Made me feel good about uh, my <coughs> my comrades. <coughs> well, these are these aren't the standard ones like I I've seen in like poster shops and shit. And I remember, I don't know, at one of the places you used to live, you had one hanging up. I think it was a linen one, right? I I, I I've had I've had a few different. Anyway, pieces of propaganda. Um, these are like all sorts of different shit that's just USSR posters. Like they sent me one the other day that was the children of the USSR, and it showed them all like the little, um, what do they call those dolls that have the fucking yeah they're inside lots the, of the dolls, dolls inside yeah. the yeah, yeah like the dolls inside the dolls I can't remember what they're well Kachina no no that's not that's the that's Native American yeah. um anyway they were all like those little dolls except they were all wearing different hats and shit and one of them said Georgia and one of them said Ukraine and one of them you know I thought that one was kind of funny <laughs> I don't know how to say it right. Matryoshka, but that's not, I want to say it in English. Yeah, English would be helpful, but whatever, maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're nesting dolls. Hey, that works. Matryoshka. 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 Oh, that's weird. Matryoshka. Spasibo. I don't think that the... Because that sounds like maternal, and I didn't Babushka. think that the uh, Slavic languages had that same like prefix. I don't think that, I don't think that Russians think of their language as Slavic. I actually think they take that as offensive. I'm just going off what the fucking dictionary tells me. So I don't, I don't think fuck the Russians. I don't think that the dictionary says that. that the... Why do you fucking argue with me about this shit? Because I don't believe you. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, okay, well, this has been another joyous three <laughs> minutes of this episode. Um, Nesting dolls, bitch. Thank you for finding that terminology. Yeah, so they were nesting dolls from all over the USSR, and there were kids. But they send me all kinds of weird posters. Because you're a fucking communist. That's right. Because I also get communist news from China, and I get communist news from Vietnam. Like, what did you do? I have no on the... fucking idea, dude. It's hilarious. It's like it's like you had it on, and they turned the audio on while I was talking shit to you about something, and then they attached it to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and not for me, you. nothing. Yeah, for me, nothing. <laughs> okay, so... We're over an hour now, and I'm pretty sure, based on the fact that we're talking about fucking nesting dolls, that we're done talking about the Cheeto indictment. Um, but next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about, well, indictments, hopefully political indictments, but whatever, in the media. Um... Like I said, I just finished watching the newsroom again, but where he gets indicted for, well, not really indicted, they they just throw him in jail until he can give his source up, so. 
whatever. There'll be there'll be plenty of stuff to talk about. We can talk about. Uh, I just watched JFK. Well, I was going to talk about Boardwalk. Boardwalk Empire. Because I've, never seen, I've watched the first two episodes, but I've never seen the rest of it. What happened? They actually that? do some election rigging in there, and of course, Nucky gets indicted for bootlegging. Um, is that Buscemi's character? Or who yeah, it, but that's a real character, also. Oh, it's um, a real, real person from history. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's his name? Uh, God damn it, Ira Ross. Or, Arnold Arnold Rothstein, the guy that fixed the Black Sox game, yeah. he also got indicted for fixing the Sox game. So there's a bunch of indictments in Boardwalk Empire. I guess I just gave it away. Um, we won't have to talk about that <laughs> next. <laughs> but yeah, that's another HBO show. Strangely enough, HBO does good with stuff. Yeah, um, you got any fucking thoughts, Kernels questions? I just curious to see comments how, about this last I'm one. I'm just curious to see how it plays out. Like, because the one thing that I would say in closing is that he's, I think he's become infinitely more popular because of his push against the law. We live in a world where like nobody trusts the system anymore so certain people are going to totally gravitate towards that position now and i think that like because of the total hypocrisy of biden and his son i think that more people are going to vote i honestly think that more people will vote for trump this time than they did in either of the last two times i think that it's gonna i i think he's gonna fucking win the presidency I, I, I hate to say that, but I, because I, but I don't, I mean, I hate fucking Biden too. You know, I hate both of those motherfuckers. I mean, I'm voting for fucking Cornell West, no matter what. Nobody could fucking shame me into not doing that. Like, I love the guy. Like, I think his heart's in the right place. He'll never get fucking elected to president, but fuck you fucking motherfuckers, you know? I think you should vote for his party. I, I, well, I mean, I have a lot anyway. I did, I did during 2020. I mean, it's easy to vote third party here. Although I think that in Colorado this time, we're gonna we're gonna crosshatch a lot again. It's not gonna be quite as blue as everybody thought it was gonna stay. Just because you have a bunch of fucking stoners doesn't mean it's. I mean it it, it went Bush, in 04, oh, 2004. It went Democrat, eight, twelve, and sixteen, and twenty. But it could it could slide back real quick, especially with this fucking douche nozzles. All the fucking college debt stuff. You didn't do a fucking thing for any of us. Fuck you, motherfucker. You could have been creative. You could have found a way to make that work out, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I'm talking about He, he talks it out of both sides of his mouth, dude. Like, he was talking about getting rid of farm subsidies because he didn't understand using federal funds to pay farmers to not grow when there are people hungry. But then there is a bill or an executive order. No, he signed off on the bill, I'm pretty sure. I think it was a House bill um, where he just agreed to increase farm subsidies. So, you know. He's two brain cells away from being Diane Feinstein though, dude. I mean, he is old and fucking 
not all there anymore. Well, I know he's gone downhill, but that doesn't change the fact that he's a fucking just a regular politician. Yeah, he's he's just an old senile politician now. But this is becoming real common though. Like so like just as a one more tiny little closing thing. So Diane Feinstein's incapable of acting anymore. So she has a POA that's acting on her behalf as a California state senator or California federal senator right now. What movies has she been in? Diane Feinstein's the senator from California, fucko. I know, Dilda. You <laughs> said she's a, she has an inability to act. So. Oh. <laughs> so she has the power of attorney, you fuckstick. I know what. See, I know. I, I know you know, Bucker. <laughs> I'm going to keep frustrating you because that's what I can do. All right. But, dude, she is dumb. Well, she's not dumb. She just. She's old. She's got dementia. Yeah. And Biden is. They're going to probably have an affair soon. And not know it. Yeah, they'll lay in bed with a couple of retarded dementia people. Did you just stick your finger in my ass? I don't know. seven second ten second tom oh fuck all right we have definitely veered too far off the fucking beaten path um seven two oh three three four roll short buzz debate club at yahoo.com we will talk to you guys sometime soon Hasta luego. Later.